And a very good morning to you in studio in the stressless, looking all comfy. It's Crook County Judge Seth Crawford. Seth, good morning, sir. Morning, Frank. Very good to have you here. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Yes. So uh, coming up, starting on Monday, the legislative session, governor has said housing, homelessness, Measure 110, those are going to be the big things on the topic. What are you looking for out of this next legislative session? Well, yesterday we just approved sending a letter uh, talking about 110. Um, our sheriff and our district attorney are not happy with even the fixes that the Democrats are talking about. They still don't think it's going to hold people accountable. Um, the deflex defection program mm -hmm. of when you do have a interaction with somebody that does have drugs um is just not it's just not working and in the in the new plan that they've got it still doesn't put them in a position to be held accountable what what uh what we're looking for is you know not every person that's a drug addict needs to be in jail but they definitely need to be in court required treatment and if they don't go through that treatment they need to be put in jail and held accountable and and i i just don't see the state of oregon taking a hard enough line on these people and you see in all of our communities what's that what that means you know different different levels you know we got portland where there's just open drug use everywhere but even in central oregon you see it in 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 our communities it's becoming more and more prevalent because they are not being held accountable when they, when they break these rules. How do you compare the, the homeless and uh, open use drug problems, the Measure 110 things that, that have had an effect uh, in the Crook County area compared to the rest of Central Oregon? Well, I think we're, we're very lucky because we are a much smaller community and much more tight-knit, and so I think we don't have that problem. But I think we just... You know, it, it, the more you allow these things to happen, the the more likely you are going to see that something like that spread. And that's something we work very hard in Crook County to make sure take care of those people and get them in treatment and put them in a position. But we don't have near the number that they do in Deschutes County or Portland because I just think that we we take a little harder stance on things. One of the things you wanted to bring up this morning, too, which was out of the blue for me, was wolf kills. Yeah, yeah. So the, we've seen a huge increase in wolf kills uh, in the, the Crook County area. Um, I don't know the year, but quite a few years ago, the state of Oregon allowed wolves to come over the Snake River, and they've been um, gradually making their way through Oregon. And they're getting now to uh, Central Oregon. And it's it's a real issue. Uh West of 395, they are listed federally. East of 395, it's a highway about three-quarters of the way through the state. They are not listed. So there, on the other side of 395, if you see a wolf attacking or eating your livestock, you can shoot it. On our side, you have to sit there and watch this animal attack your animal, and there's nothing you can do but wave your arms and scare it away. And uh, if you know ranchers, they love their animals, they care about them, but they're also their livelihood, right? So that's how they feed their family. That's how they continue to do their job. And to me, it would be like allowing a criminal to come in, take money out of your wallet, and you just have to maybe wave your arms at them and say, get out, get out, get out of here, and, and not have the ability to stop somebody from 
from taking that away from you. I mean, let proposed, alone. Go, sorry, go ahead. Was there any proposed changes in the pipeline? <clears throat> Coming out tomorrow, the federal government's going to say if it's if they're going to delist it or continue it to be listed. And so we're really hoping in our community that they do delist it. And if they do do that, then then we can start to to manage the problem a little better. Um, regardless of how that comes down, uh, Crook County is working on finding the right solution of adding um, some some kind of a service that's going to help those ranchers. If it's if we're still listed, it's going to be a non lethal situation where they can go out there. Um, kind of cruise the areas and, and do what they can. There's some other things about bone power removal and uh, some other non-lethal things that you can do if it, if it is continued to be listed. If it is delisted, then um, we would we would have that, that same um, help go out there and really start to, to hold those, those wolf numbers down. All right, so we will look forward to seeing <coughs> what the ruling is on that and uh, what progress is, is it going to make uh, coming up. One of the things I wanted to ask you about today, too, there's been some talk about reforming the county government system in Crook County. First of all, can you explain to me what it is like now? So right now we have a county judge and two commissioners. Uh, recently we brought on a county administrator position to see how that works and, and to work through that process. Um, and so we're trying to decide what that looks like for the long term. And you know, I think it depends on which elected official you talk to, right? Um, I can tell you my my vision for Crook County in the future is keeping the county court and having some administrative help, but not having that administrative help be the entire system. Like I, the way I see it is that sh person should support the court so that they can do the best job they can managing the county. I don't think you need to take that management aspect away from the county court. I think you need to keep elected officials engaged in how the county government is run because I think the, the less the elected officials, the people that are have the most contact with the voters have with government in any level, if you're talking federal, state, or county, I just think that it, it makes it less effective for those people. With the continued growth in all of Central Oregon and Crook County being part of that, will that system withstand the, the load? Well, I think that's why you want to add some position in there to help with the, you know, the budget and um, help to manage employees and, and different things like that. I just think you need to be really careful not to give away the keys of the castle and, and give that person too much control. So you're talking county. about staffing, like you're, you're creating too many different departments that would have too much power? No, I'm talking about putting somebody in there that's, that's less accountable to the voters and giving them more ability to manage those employees. I mean, I think they need to be part of the team that's doing it. They don't need to be the only person doing it. How does that differ from the way Deschutes County is run with its three commissioners? I think that they, have, they rely a lot more on their administrator than I, than I would like to in Crook County at this time. Okay. Um, and so that's the way it is is right now. Where are those dis discussions at at the moment? Uh, we're just, as a, as a county court, we're discussing what that looks like in the future. And I think, you know, in the next month or so, I think we should have more information. 
Okay. So with the uh, electri- electoral cycle be coming through with real soon? Yes. Okay. Um, speaking of, uh, I guess, county government, the new Justice Center is going up. Yep, yep. It's going great. Uh, our commissioner, uh, Brian Barney, is doing a great job uh, kind of managing that project. Uh, it will be finished in June this this sorry this coming June, and then to me the most exciting part will start happening is refurbishing the old uh, um, county courthouse, which everybody kind of the iconic. I've always heard the most photographed building in Oregon. Uh, it's just a beautiful building we have in town, and as soon as we complete or as we start to finish the completion of the Justice Center, we'll start moving to that next step of uh, refurbishing that building which, uh, you know, I think we, we've got some really good ideas about um, building next to it to add the modern amenities and the modern requirements that we have by law. But then we don't have to uh, have serious changes in the, uh, the actual courthouse. We can kind of have the best of both worlds. And so uh, one of the things that I think we need to, be, to do is be as extremely respectful to that that building and our history in general. Um, and I think we found a really good way to do that. So uh, more to come on that. Yeah, looking forward to that. It'll stay basically looking the same from the outside. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it would it would be upgraded. Uh, you know, there's some some different parts of it that are starting to look a little rough. It is a, you know, over a hundred year old building. So it's starting to get a little rough, but the uh, outside and inside would get a facelift. And then, uh, like I said, we, we've got to find ways to add the ADA, the uh, HVAC, uh, elevators, you know, things that, are, that are, were not required 100 years ago uh, <laughs> to the building and uh, IT and different things like that that uh, would be very difficult to retrofit inside the building. And so uh, we, we've got a really exciting idea of having a building next door to have a lot of that infrastructure where where we can then keep the the inter, interior and exterior of that building uh, as historically accurate as we can. And so would the interior or would it still be in use as a government building? Oh, yeah. 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 No, that's the plan is moving uh, county uh, um, offices back into that building. And Sounds good. Looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah. All right. Kirk County Judge Seth Crawford, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.